This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. got the, the lens on, like, <laughs> wide, way-back angle. Yeah, do you guys, can, can you guys put the skinny cams on today? Jeez. Because, uh, whoa. Uh, am, okay, uh, well, can, turn them around and let's, uh, we'll show you why. Cause yeah. We're, yeah, we should see this. We're sort of backstage now of our of our new set. And, uh, and. Don't you, don't, look at that. <clears throat> look at, there it is. It's and being built. That's Jeffy. That's, uh, Top secret. Top secret uh, board. So we so yesterday we were at the desks that we were doing for radio, and so now mm-hmm. we're on the other side of the room, but we still are behind the, the plywood uh, Great mm-hmm. Wall of Berlin. Yeah, which is in between the it's Great a, Wall of China and the Berlin Wall. Know? It's a special wall. It's, it's a, a big, big wall. wall. It's there's, a big, beautiful. It's got to be a special door there. A special door. It's a beautiful, we eleven, other side beautiful it, door where we can get in there. Uh, in China, they built a wall. Uh, 14,000 years ago, and it's lasted for 80,000 years. Well, it's like we were talking about earlier. It's called We Have a Country. It is called it is. that. It is. It's called. It's called. We have a country. country. We have a country. And then it's called it's, management. It's called management. Okay. So it's called. We have laws. It's called. We have a country. It's called. We have a country. Bob the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It is Pat and Stu, and uh, welcome to it. We'll try to keep the lens angle as as wide as we possibly can. Because so you won't notice that we're all back up. Um, back up. Overweight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now 24 Republicans. They think I'm kidding, but I'm really not. Back up on that lens. Uh, now 24 Republican governors. <laughs> Nowhere for him to go. He's it's against actually, the wall. No, but don't, can't you pull the lens back? Against the wall? How far back can you go? Can you go further than that? <laughs> there you go. See? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. There you go. Farther? Can that's, you go farther? Let's see how far you can go. Just, just as a game. Can you make me look like I'm really teeny? <laughs> like, and I, now I'm just like half in. Barely. <laughs> All right. Hello? Oh, wait, I'm looking at Oh, looking okay, at and then one. they get an extreme close-up. No, I don't want to. No, I'm looking at that one. Go to that one. There we go. There we go. No, that's not the one either. That one won. See, they, that's the pat shot, and then I can just kind of lean in. Hey! Every once in a while and talk. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, uh, twenty. it's actually 25 Republican governors, <laughs> is it not? And one Democrat uh, have said they don't want Syrian refugees in the state as Obama uh, recommitted Bastards. the U.S. to a portion of uh, the population fleeing from ISIS. And so there's there's a map of uh, it's interesting that the uh, a map of hate 
Yeah, the map. <laughs> there it good. is. There it is, right there. That's for good. You. That's what we so, should call it. Oddly, <laughs> Montana. The map of hate. The Helena, Montana, the home of the mean streets, is accepting refugees. Oh, they'll take them. Well, yeah, because they're. On. Democrat. They'll, They'll, they'll kill them if they get out of uh, life. <laughs> right. It's a harsh community, that yeah. Helena, Montana. <laughs> they'll kill them if they get out of line. Uh, the ones who have not, uh, also the undecided, I guess, no statement at all from Utah, Wyoming. I mean, some seriously conservative states. North Dakota, South Dakota, West Virginia is pretty conservative. New York hasn't said anything either, which is interesting to me. If I'm a refugee from Syria... Do I think twice about going to Montana? It's Wyoming, cold. South oh, it gets Dakota. pretty cold in the desert. In the uh, yeah, not Montana. Cold, it doesn't but get cold. Montana cold. No, that's Montana cold is cold. That's that's really cold. That's really cold. I mean, I was there. What was it last week? Or the, it was a week before, and uh, <laughs> my old high school was was playing in the state uh, playoffs quarterfinals and uh it was 15 degrees now, two weeks that. ago i mean no, so. of course i mean that's how you that's how you got out alive because you stayed out there in the cold for the right. entire evening and yeah the cold tends to depress the violence <laughs> you notice that the cold the extreme cold and extreme heat so i was probably lucky yeah we were very fortunate it was very cold that weekend <laughs> uh so some of the uh the states that said no alabama arizona arkansas georgia florida idaho indiana Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maine, Massachusetts, uh, Michigan, Mississippi, Nebraska, New Hampshire, New Jersey, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, and Wisconsin. But this also has Maine in the not allowing, doesn't it? Isn't that color the same as not allowing? Yeah, it is. So has Maine joined the throng, too? Yeah, Maine has a Republican governor, though, I think. Oh, they do? Yeah. That surprises me. Is that LePage? Le hmm. uh, Maine governor, I can't remember. Uh, Connecticut is allowing them, as you would expect. Uh, New Jersey is yeah. not. Uh, Delaware is allowing. Maryland, D.C., undecided. Kind of interesting. So it's an interesting uh, mix so far. We'll, we'll see how this shakes out. And, you know, frankly, nobody really knows. Can the governors keep... The refugees out of their state? I don't know. It's really more of just a know. statement poll because I don't think yeah. the answer to that is pretty much no. I mean, they can try, and they can make it difficult, and they can put up legal barriers, but I don't think they can actually necessarily stop it. I mean, the, when the Supreme Should Court ruled to. against the Arizona law, when they said they couldn't uh, enforce uh, their own immigration laws, I mean, mm -hmm. that's going to essentially apply here too. I mean, they, they you know, that that ruling, which of course I believe was a poor ruling, um, said that. You know, states can't really have a piece in this. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the federal government are the ones that get to decide it. Um, so I, I think that's bad. Although, obviously, like, I think the issue is, you know, we're, you know, the Nazarene Fund is uh, something that obviously, you know, you guys have supported. And it's, you know, at least many of you. Um, and that is something where Christian refugees are being taken out of Syria and, uh, and, and areas of Iraq as well. Right? I think it's Syria and Iraq, or is it just Syria? I don't remember. But anyway, they're not most. As far as I know, none of them are planned on coming to the United States. Um, there are European countries that uh, Slovakia is the one I know that's been mentioned mm -hmm. um, that are willing to take uh, these people, and that mm -hmm. we're organizing that uh, transport. Um, so a lot of people, you know, there's some people who are like, oh, you guys are reporting terrorists too? First of all, no, there's a screening process, and we've explained that in depth. If you missed it, I'm so, I can't help you. I can't just repeat it every time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you didn't hear it, you didn't hear it. Secondly, they're not even coming here. 
So, um, you know, I mean, I have to say that at some point maybe they'll visit. But it is kind of interesting because I think it's been lumped so much in with the federal government, what a bad job they do, what Obama wants to do, his stance, the way he's dealing with ISIS, that it's not it, – there is something to be said that not all refugees are bad, that, you know, not all uh, Syrian refugees are bad. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're in the middle of trying to help a lot of them. Um, the issue here is how do you deal with it? Uh, the issue is um, how do you deal with the people uh, in ISIS that we've been giving essentially a safe haven to? Uh, I mean, my favorite point of the last few days, uh, Jim Garrity from National Review brought it up, is why on earth, after a year of bombing, is there a target for, uh, for France to destroy? They should be flying around in circles like they're circling an airport and an air, and, and, and air uh, port delay, yeah. just circling around looking for something they can drop a bomb on. But I'm sorry, it's all destroyed buildings. That's what their that's what their life should be like right now. Instead, they're fighting. Well, in the capital of the caliphate, they destroyed the main uh, you know training facility. Why the hell was well, that standing? I've got a perfect explanation for it. We were saving it for them. Oh, that's nice. Just in case anything happened, we saved it. Them. And we would look really stupid if they had nothing to bomb. Right. You know. Right. And we're That's providing the intelligence for them on the targets to bomb. So yeah. the other thing, we saved the, it. The other thing we're doing now is supposedly taking the gloves off with their oil. I guess our thought was. Uh oh. Um, well, this look is interesting. Out. So once we take the gloves off. Yeah. What does that mean? Right. That's a good point. Uh, it's a change in strategy, though, at some level. The, the thought before was. Like, we're going to eventually push these guys back, and we don't want to destroy all the oil infrastructure that exists so that uh -huh. can be used afterwards. Now they're saying, well, these guys are going to be around for a while. They're making too much money off of this oil. We need to actually destroy it and rebuild it later. Yeah. Which is, that is the smart move. And as far as the vetting on these, on these refugees, um, can we be adults and have a real conversation? There's a difference between the Muslim refugees and the Christian refugees. How many suicide bombers have been Christian? Unknown. Well, no, we do know. We do know really? the, the count is zero. None of them have been. None Timothy of them McVeigh. He was not a suicide bomber. Timothy uh, McVeigh blew things up. Plus, he was not uh, Christian. Yeah, but he knew a Christian. Not a bomber. Not a suicide bomber. Uh, he did bomb a building. Terry Nichols. Uh, but he did not. He was not a Christian. Yeah. Nor did he do anything in the name of Christ. Uh, by fact, the way, according to MSNBC, or agnostic, one of the two, right? Or agnostic, yeah, yeah. I forget which. Even MSNBC's documentary on Timothy McVeigh talked about how he did not, not believe. Not a Christian. He's not a Christian no. uh, at all. And we've heard that uh, so many times. How many times have you heard, Well, Timothy McVeigh! You've heard it on Timothy MSNBC. McVeigh! A Christian cried, Timothy McVeigh killed 144 people in Oklahoma City, Timothy McVeigh! The Christian Timothy McVeigh killed him! He killed people in Christian... People right. kid Timothy McVeigh. Shut up. Um, Eric Rudolph. Huh. You're going to go back to Eric Rudolph. He was blowing abortion clinics up back in the 90s. Yeah, he, um, yes, he did. You know, yes, he did. He had that one. Yeah, um, he And was did. he the guy, too, that did the Atlantic, Atlanta bombing? Was it Eric uh, Rudolph? That did that? Yes, it was. Yes, okay. Yes. And how many people mm -hmm. died in the abortion clinic bombings of Rudolph? Um, I don't know. There, I, well, the, I don't it, know, honestly. It was was in, it two? It was not a ton. Let me, let me see if I can find That's that out. That's too, too many if you did. Yes. But, uh, you they, know, this it, century, it, though, the total is one. And it was, what's it his was face? It was the guy. Tiller. And they, yeah, Tiller. And, and he was they, shot. Um, they which, actually kind of tried to blame Bill O'Reilly for yep, that. They tried because to he called him Tiller the baby killer or whatever. Mm -hmm. And 
because of that rhyme. Well, one of the interesting somebody killed it, it. Well, there's two things about that. One, it rhymed, and two, mm -hmm. it was uh, true. Yeah, two. yeah. Uh, absolutely true. Yeah, he was just, actually killing babies. You just can't say uh, that. But you, I mean, now that doesn't mean you go shoot the guy. You don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. should the law change and he should get arrested if he does it again? Yes. Uh, does that mean that you should go shoot him? Absolutely not, obviously. No. And you know who understands no. that? Everyone except one person. That's who mm -hmm. understands it. Yes, there was one person who did not get that memo. Uh, mm -hmm. But everybody else has understood that, even though I absolutely uh, oppose what Tiller was doing. He was a baby killer, not even in this, like, hey, Planned Parenthood clicks, do some abortion. This guy was doing late-term abortions. Mm -hmm. This guy was one of the only people in America who crossed that line. Mm -hmm. um, and that does not mean that you go shoot a guy. Absolutely not. It's, one of the, it's, it's not the answer in any way. Um, and, you know, of course, other people have been doing them since. So, I mean, it proves it's not the answer. It doesn't even – it is A, wrong, and B, doesn't work anyway. But bis, despite that, um, it's, it's, a, it's a distraction from the fact that, look, we've had – we don't even – I said this on, the, on radio. We don't even remember the cases where Islamic extremists go in and shoot a couple of people. It's not even on the radar. You don't even remember in the timeline of your life. It's we, so insignificant. Beirut's barely been mentioned. Yeah. 40, 40, Forty people, people died. Forty people. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Uh, Christian Amanpour, uh, who is normally uh, agonizing to listen to uh, about the president or virtually anything else, had some interesting comments after the president's speech yesterday. Here she is. He said something that was pretty uh, incredible, according to many of the uh, uh, military experts here and around the world who I've spoken to, that our strategy is working. People do not believe that to be the case. The only strategy that's working is the strategy that he tends to dismiss, and that's the ground troop strategy. Sinjar, Tikrit, Kobani, those are the only ISIS strongholds that have been taken back by a combination of American intelligence and air power and local ground forces, whether they're Iranian-backed militias in Tikrit, whether they're uh, per Kurdish Peshmerga and other Kurdish forces in Sinjar and in uh, Kobani. This is a fact. Uh, he's saying that ISIS is contained. This also is, is, is not actually true. ISIS is not contained because ISIS attacked that. a Russian plane, attacked Beirut, and is now attacked here. And military strategists wow. say that the length of time between the ISIS attack on Charlie Hebdo and the Al-Qaeda, of course, Charlie Hebdo and the hyper-kosher market, and here, 10 months is strategically insignificant. That is no time at all. That means they are not contained. <laughs> wow. She I mean, she's animated about it. She's passionate about it. And it was such a stupid line from the president to say that they're contained. Um, you know, even before, even though he recorded that before the bombing, you know they're not contained. You, you know you're lying out your anus. Why, why would you do that? Why would you and do for it? for her, that's what she, pretty much what she said. And that's what she, she said. said uh, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and again, amazing. was he talking about, I mean, he is, was pretty clearly talking about this specifically Iraq and Syria. He said they were contained, and he was talking about they haven't gained more land. The exact same thing that happened with, mm -hmm. with President Bush and Mission Accomplished. Same thing. He said the same thing. He was talking about the that one ship had their mission accomplished. He never mm -hmm. actually even said mission accomplished, and the media beat him up on that for a decade, okay? When you make a mistake like that, and Bush's mistake was to say, uh, you know, was to have a banner behind him and say mission accomplished, just, or, and have mission accomplished on the banner, despite the fact that he was saying the war was going to be a long, hard struggle. Uh, President Obama said ISIS was He never was said contained. mission accomplished. No, no, and he never said mission accomplished. He never said it. 
ISIS uh, is contained, says President Obama, uh, the, on the day of a major terrorist attack by ISIS. But mm -hmm. more importantly, because you can't predict that, you know, you, can you mm -hmm. predict a, an attack that's going to happen later that day? No. It's an unfair standard, I would yeah. say. However, you can predict the two major attacks that happened earlier in the week from ISIS. With a plane going down and the Beirut bombing. Right. Both of those were known events when he was saying they're contained. And that's actually worse. I mean, the Paris thing, you could argue, is essentially bad luck. It happened to happen on the same day he said that. The other two happened earlier that week. It's, it's insanity. And, he, mm -hmm. and, you know, Christian Amapur, who is terrible and has been terrible for years, actually gets one right here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Vladimir Putin. Has now, I guess, Russia finally decided, yeah, all right, yeah, you're right. Uh, it was ISIS. It was, it was a bomb that brought down our plane. So now they've uh, vowed to hunt down those responsible for blowing up the Russian airliner over Egypt and intensify airstrikes against Islamists in, in Syria after the Kremlin concluded the bomb, a bomb had destroyed the plane last month, killing 224 people. We will find them anywhere on the planet and punish them, according to Putin. Swiftly announced a $50 million bounty on the bombers. Till now, Russia had played down assertions from us and others that it was, in fact, terrorism. In fact, they kind of said, no, 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 we, no it wasn't. They at least said they hadn't confirmed it yet. Yeah, I, I, and I, now I, they're admitting it. Yep. We can unequivocally say it was a terrorist act. So well, kind of interesting to is. see what, what Russia will do, and will they be helpful now? I don't know. I don't know. That footage, I hadn't seen the footage that Stu was talking about with uh, Obama and Putin at the G20. Mm. And uh, I just saw the footage yesterday. In the, <clears throat> stuck away in a corner. Yeah. He's, it looks bad. It does. It and and it is. It's just aesthetics. Look, they're two world leaders. Of, I guess they're going to talk. I mean, obviously, you have the, the leader of the free world and then also President Obama. So they're going to have a conversation. <laughs> I understand that. Um, but, it, you, you know, we bay. It's as if we just go to their altar and say, please, pretty, please, pretty, please mm, sure help does. us in this battle. It's pathetic. And at one point during uh, Obama's begging, you see Putin just... <sighs> You know Obama gives Putin a migraine. And Putin <laughs> thinks he's a joke. I mean, yeah, right. He thinks he he's an absolute Well, he knows joke. he's a joke because he is. Yeah. He is a joke. Wait, uh, is that a, was that a uh, Elizabeth Warren reasoning? That? that sure is. Yes. You know he's a joke because <laughs> he, he is, is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. People say that Obama's a joke because he is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They do yeah. when he is. Yeah. It right? does work. It does work. <laughs> um, speaking of terrorist bombings, before we go to break here, let me give you the uh, Eric Rudolph rundown. Uh, the uh, Atlanta bombings. 700 people killed? No. 800? Atlanta bombings. He, 1,000? Injured 111, however... Wait, only, in, the, in which bomb? In the Atlanta bombings. The Olympic Park um, bombings. Injured 111? Yes. Yeah. Killed uh, one spectator. Wow. And then another... A, a Turkish cameraman ran to the scene to get pictures and died of a heart attack. Um, so he died as well. So those, you say, he certainly was responsible for that, yeah. although it was, didn't die in the blast. So two there. Um, he also had three other bombings. An abortion clinic in the Atlantic suburb mm. in 1997, which I don't think killed anyone. Um, uh, a lounge, a, a gay, uh, it was a lesbian bar, actually, injured five, did not kill anyone. And then a, uh, a Birmingham, Alabama abortion clinic bombing where he killed a police officer and a security guard and critically injured a nurse. Um, and so, the, so we had two in Atlanta, two in Birmingham. It's bad. Uh, it's really bad. It, it but it, it's really bad. But what, well, how did Christians it? react? 
Yeah. Uh, we wanted him brought to justice. Yeah. Nobody said, hey, yeah, he did that in the name of Christ. That's good stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, he did that, but... Nobody did that. It wasn't nobody, because they there were people who had... Uh, I remember the bumper stickers, run, Rudolph, run. They wanted well, him to true. get away. There were some, but it was... That, they were talking about Rudolph right. the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, <laughs> That's what they're I, talking I about. There's that. a song called Run, Run, Rudolph. <laughs> oh, I totally, wow, I totally misunderstood yeah. that. Huh? Yeah. Chuck Berry. So, For all these years, yeah. you learn something new every right. day. right. Now you feel stupid. Now I feel you? really stupid. Yeah. The Chuck Berry album actually came with a bumper sticker. It's on Pat's car. I don't yeah, know why you haven't seen it. Like before. every other bumper sticker. <laughs> you have a yours though are not mass produced. It almost seems as if you're making them yourself because it almost they're seems so complicated. Right, but no. Hmm. All right. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents do coming up. Uh, by the way, our sponsor this half hour is My Patriot Supply. Mm -hmm. The fine people at My Patriot Supply. Uh, you know, if you it, look, you don't know what challenges are going to hit the country. For example, extreme right wing terrorism. Oh my gosh! Uh, happens what about, almost what about global warming? Global what about warming change? is what a about, huge. What about when that catastrophe happens? Oh well, gosh. it's happening right now. Yeah. yeah. Did so you know if President Obama was not president, uh, we would have a thousand foot sea level rise by now? <laughs> Plus, it would be nine thousand degrees Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. Nine thousand night. That's proven. That's a proven fact, oh and there's gosh. consensus I've on it. I've got studies that show so, that. Yeah. And, and uh, we all know that climate change is our biggest threat. I have a computer model on that very fact right Scientists now. all agree. Yeah, Jeffy, every one of them. Every Jeffy, one of them. Uh, if they don't, we kill them. Mm. So you know there's consensus. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeffy, you were bringing up earlier that you have a lot of models on your computer as well. <laughs> I do. I have a number of models on my computer. It's a not all, See, it not all like weather related, but many thing do. You're talking about there. Many do recognize. Huh. Many do but you know what? If we could get back to hotness. the, um, you know, my oh. Patriot Supply <laughs> thing, right now you can get a two-week emergency food supply for fifty dollars. Huh? It's an amazing deal. It, it honestly is yeah. phenomenal. Just call them at triple eight eight nine three seventy nine fifty three, eight 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 nine three seventy nine fifty three. And only $50,000 of shipping and handling costs. No, it's zero. It's zero dollars shipping and handling. That's better. And, really and affordable. handling. And handling. Zero. No dollars. handling at all. Mm -hmm. They don't even handle this thing. It just all <laughs> falls into a box and Magic. they ship it. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so give them a call today. Triple, uh, triple eight, eight nine three seventy nine fifty three. Two-week supply, $50. That includes shipping. My Patriot Supply. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. Triple eight seven two seven back. Sorry, talking about football. Shocking. Uh, shocking. <laughs> it's weird that we would do that in the commercial. Sort of. Have you noticed in the fall we sort of live football? Well, it's funny. You probably come back. Sometimes <clears throat> we're talking about a particular topic. Like, do these guys even think about this before getting on the air? They seem no. so unprepared. Well, we were talking about football. That's <laughs> the problem. It's not our it fault. It was football. It was a football break. Uh, as you know, my football season was ruined. Over the weekend. Uh, why, well, why was it ruined? Pat? Because your bastard Missouri team that didn't deserve to freaking win won. Uh, so, I'm sorry, didn't deserve to win? No, they didn't. Is that not. what you said? Didn't That's deserve said. to win? Right, Jeffy all of a sudden is a fan of Missouri again, huh? After, yeah. Because on yeah, Friday yeah. it was, I know, oh, it's I don't even want to work for them. Right. I'm pretty much with BYU now. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Ah, spoons. Got me an invite to the house with dinner, didn't it? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did. Sadly. Back up was, to you, Eldy. That, that was a bad move. Was there dinner, or did he just take uh, There dinner? was a little dinner. Well, uh, he took it. There was dinner being eaten by my I family. Walked, I walked, he walked through, in and, I walked and through it. to go upstairs to the viewing room, and they were eating. Am I supposed to not sit down and have some? <laughs> yes. How is that a question? Of course you don't step, sit down and eat someone's food. Why would they invite me into the home if they were eating and didn't want me no, to have some? That's a great question. And I think that one needs to be Well, answered, we've learned honestly. important lessons here, haven't we? I mean, Never invite really... Jeffy to your house for any reason under any circumstances. So I think that's a, a lesson well learned. That's a great point. Yeah. You know why? Because uh, <laughs> he's awful. And that's why. But... Uh, that aside, uh, we were just talking about uh, the Cowboys and because the Eagles lost over the weekend. Mm -hmm. well, uh, but they're only half too. a game still with their crappy record. Half a game out of first place. <laughs> right, still right in there. the hunt. They're right they're there. still in the hunt. Um, even, I mean, I, part of me just wants them to do something to lose so I can put myself out of my misery. Because uh, they are not but a why? good football team. You want I mean, the hope? Why not? The Giants suck. Giants. Oh, no, they, could make the, they could theoretically. The I mean, look, they always Oh, my gosh. Away. They had that victory this weekend against the Patriots. No, and they, they, and they, they lost. They yeah. And then they lost. And if the Eagles would have won that game, they would have been in first place, too. Yeah. That's so it shows how what a terrible loss that was to the stupid Dolphins. And the Cowboys can't win without Tony Romo. I mean, if this doesn't show you how good he is, yeah. how good right. that guy is, mm -hmm. they cannot win a game without him. <laughs> they're, they're now 0-7, right? Isn't it seven straight losses with him, without yeah. him? They were 2-0. Uh, they were 2-0. Yeah. Oh, now they're 2-7. Mm-hmm. Jeez, man. Wow. The headline's Guy's already great. written. Romalicious, baby. Great. So he's back he's this, week. back this yeah. weekend. Yeah. We were just they can still win. I mean, they're they only like three games out, something like that. I mean, it's unlikely. It's but unlikely. They, could. they win but out, though. They could. I would not be surprised to see them. If they win out, you know, maybe they have a shot. They go 5-2 yeah. and two down the stretch, finish 7-9. and nine. They actually have a chance of winning that to crappy division. 7-9. <laughs> <laughs> you should not be allowed in the playoffs with a losing No, record. you should not. No. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. All right, triple eight seven two seven beck According to the Washington Free Beacon, uh, Hillary Clinton's wage hike would destroy almost 800,000 jobs. Just the 800,000, though. Yes, yeah, So if you think about it this million. way, probably if, if a Republican did uh, a Hillary Clinton job plan, it would, it would kill 800, 800 billion. billion jobs. Or billion. Or, or billion. trillion. Or trillion jobs. Yeah. We don't even, it's a number so high you can't count to it. Right. Um, Clinton's minimum wage hike would cut nearly 800,000 jobs with people at the bottom end of the pay scale suffering the steepest job losses, which is what they always say their heart bleeds for. Our heart bleeds for the little guy. We are all about the middle class, middle class, middle class. We're all about people who can't afford whatever. Uh, she has also said she supports a $12 hourly wage and reiterated that that position on Saturday's at Saturday's debate because that is what the Democrats in the Senate have put forward. Patty Murray introduced $12 wage as the Raise the Wage Act in March. Brilliantly put there, the way, Raise the Wage Act, an analysis conducted by William E. Even, or Evan, of Miami University and David McPherson from Trinity, found that the bill would eliminate 770,000 jobs. Nearly 85% of the estimated losses would come from those earning less than $100,000 a year. Economists employed the same methodology used by the nonpartisan uh, CBO, which found that Obama's proposed 10-10 wage would cut 500,000 jo jobs. It's just you, this minimum wage thing, I, I, they think it's like a magic elixir. It isn't. I, 
of course you're going to lose jobs if you raise the wage because so many businesses can't afford to pay you 12 or $15 an hour. Mm -hmm. That's why they hire young people. It's going to eliminate them from the job market. And <clears throat> if they do have to do this, if they do have to pay their employees that kind of wage, they're going to raise prices. No, so then it hurts machines, poorer on that end. Or machines get involved and they're or doing machines. the jobs instead. And this is, of course, a win-win for Democrats because... Uh, number one, they take people, they give giveaways to people who are making $9 an hour and they go to 15 so those people like Democrats. Mm -hmm. The people who lose their job then need Democrats and their programs, um, and the Democrats will say, well, since there's been more unemployment, we need new programs, and then they'll give them give more giveaways on that side, too. And to the Democrats, this is a win-win. You, 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 mm -hmm. you shovel free money to people who aren't earning it, um, and then you give free money to people who uh, are out of jobs because of your policies that, of course, you just blame on Republicans. Um, and you get a win-win. The media assists you on the way, and uh, it's great for you. And that's what Republicans don't have to get away with that kind of stuff. Yeah. They don't have the media's help. Well, I mean, you know, the, we were kind of referencing it earlier, but, I mean, look at the difference between mission accomplished and ISIS right. is contained. Oh, I mean, it's the same story, right? I mean, I, with the exception of, I think, Obama's is significantly worse. I mean, in the middle of severe attacks, in, in the middle of, a you know, the city of lights, uh, you, you know, is attacked and, and innocent civilians gunned down in theaters and restaurants all over the city. This is a, one of three attacks in a week, and the guy's mm -hmm. saying it's contained. Look, as they were growing, he called them the JV team. Yep. Right. I mean, and now they're contained and they explode. It's agonizing. He's oh. obviously really bad at this. I mean, Obama, for all of his, uh, you know, his talents, you know, as far as, I mean, the guy won the presidency twice when he had no right winning it. So, I mean, you can't say he doesn't it's, do something right. because this is not what he cares about. No, he does not care he about the He doesn't give a rat's no. ass about that. He cares about the fundamental transformation of America. And mm -hmm. that's what he's been working on the mm -hmm. whole time. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Glenn had a uh, uh, great thing last night on the Caliphate, and we will get to that coming up in a second. Show it to you in case you missed it. I would never uh, invite you over my my house. Yeah. Just uh, straight up, just wanted to let you know. Yeah, I don't care what teams are playing against each other. Good team. Um, don't care if you're if you're a refugee from Syria. Right. You're not coming over my house. No. No, 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 he didn't say anything. Welcome. Uh, it is awesome to have you here. It seriously is. Uh, I, you know, you're always you're, so positive about but that. But you, I, not really, so much, right? Yeah, I'm up and down yeah. on it. You know, it's uh, I'm not feeling super strong. Since this is what we do and what we get paid for, it's probably time to get on board, Stu. Okay. Uh, you know, you might think about it. Think about it. Uh, meanwhile, last night on, uh, t on TV, Glenn went over his predictions from years past. This is pretty cool because uh, as we were talking about on a break uh, during one of the commercials on the radio show, we've forgotten about some of these predictions. He's been pretty accurate on some things. Uh, let's take a look at what he had to say. And what they we're in trouble, gang. But we want to start with the history of where we've been. So years ago on Fox, I said this, and I was mocked for it. 
Radicals, Islamists, communists, socialists will work together to overturn stability, will work together against capitalism, will work together against Israel. They will cascade. They will sweep the Middle East, destabilize Europe and the world. Now, the critics seized on these words, work together. That was part of the prediction that they really had a hard time. If, you know, I, I'm not saying that they were going to share office space. They're just working against the same things. They're, they're, they don't want stability. They don't want capitalism. They don't want Israel. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. The radical left is anti-Israel. They work against Israel politically. Radical Islamists, Hamas, bombing Israel. They're not phoning each other up. But this was too complex for the media to understand. The other prediction that uh, I got heat for was this. You want to pull this one off? Thanks, Lee. Was this? The Arab Spring. Now, this one came before that one. Uh, the Arab Spring. War and revolution would spread. The Arab Spring was celebrated as a freedom movement. But I didn't see it that way, not because I'm some genius, but I actually looked at the words of the people involved. And then I reported them back to you. The caliphate is not a conspiracy. It's the words of Hamas. It's the words of the Muslim Brotherhood. It's the words of Ahmadinejad and Khomeini and all of the nut jobs at Hezbollah. It's history. History. It's what the Crusades were about, a caliphate. It's ridiculous to call it a conspiracy theory, and yet that's what it's being called. It's okay. not. And I will stand on this one. I can't tell you when, where, or how. I can just tell you I am good at sensing movements. I am good at seeing over the horizon and see the movement and the direction of things. And this is very bad. I want the left to know. I plant my flag in this soil. If I'm wrong, so be it. So be it. Then I am wrong. And you can discredit me all you want for the end of time. But I'm telling you, I'm not wrong on this one. Okay. Critics pounce. I, they'd never heard the word, word caliphate before. Nobody had. The, the day we covered this, the word caliphate was the number three trend on Google. People were educating themselves. And the media, instead of educating, chose to mock. It is not about freedom. It is not about democracy. It is about an Islamic state. We're back. That was Gwen back last night on his program, warning his audience about an Islamic state takeover of the world, basically. He wanted to describe what he calls the worst-case scenario, which he thinks is somewhat imminent. This is, We're all, I do not use the term lightly, Looney Tunes, but that's what he's selling. Your thoughts? It I seemed to me, if I can jump in yeah. here, that the show sure. got increasingly weird. It was became more religious-themed. There was more talk about Jews and Middle East caliphates. There, there was an interesting split among the Glenn Beck types really with delusional ravings about the caliphate coming back. Mm -hmm. And I would say the conservative establishment, which was saw this as a fulfillment of Ronald Reagan's democracy dream. Uh, and there was that interesting split, and there were really some fights, including between Bill Kristol and Glenn Beck this Actually, week. Okay. So millions were left into the dark as to what was motivating radical Islam. So they dismissed. They didn't want to hear about the fruit cart guy. 
They didn't want to hear about a caliphate. And they certainly didn't want to hear about this. Let's go back even further, further than the Arab Spring. This is when I was talking to you about what was happening not only in the Middle East, but also in Europe and in America, mainly in Europe, and we would follow. This comes from the coming insurrection. Do you remember the book that I showed you years ago, a pamphlet from the radical revolutionaries, surprise, surprise, in France? It sent chills up my spine. It was the playbook to defeat capitalism in France, and they would work with anyone. More importantly, it was a recipe for destabilization of the West. The crazy goals of all the revolutionaries, be it caliphate, anarchy, communist, uh, fascist, uh, Putin, any of them, they're secondary. The big problem is they all have one thing in common. They want to destabilize things in order to get what they want. Occupy Wall Street, Muslim Brotherhood, universities. Any moment... Any movement that was organizing at the time with the goal of infiltrating our institutions or uprooting or overturning rather than reforming, we red flagged them. And we told you they would infiltrate and organize, infiltrate the government, education, courts, church, confuse the concepts of right and wrong. This is almost 10 years ago now, guys. You think that happened? Bring all states near crisis. Now, that's not just the United States, a state like Texas, but I mean all states, all states, all national nation states in the West. Bring them near crisis. Tell me if that's not happening now in Europe. They would contribute to the destabilization of the region and bring us closer to crisis. That would bring to phase two, crisis. You would allow and encourage revolution, crisis when possible, um, civil unrest, and that would spread to Europe. The next phase... Um, is, is complete. We actually see the movements contributing to the civil unrest and destabilization, not just in Europe, but also here. I told you the Archduke Ferdinand moment was indeed the vendor uh, in Tunisia. He lit the fuse that sparked up the risings in the Middle East. Do you remember? Um, Tunisia is the uh, Archduke Ferdinand moment. I, I could be wrong. And... Um... You know, I could be wrong. But I have been looking for a long time. What is the, what is the, what's the flame that's going to set this whole thing on fire? So in January, I told you that I believed that Tunisia was the moment that I had been looking for and warning about for a while. Um, I told you that Tunisia would, um, would start the ball across the Middle East and that the Middle East would, um, all become inflamed, and then it would spread to Europe. The part I was mocked most about on this prediction was the spread to Europe part, but that prediction was based on the very words of the radicals themselves. There's no negotiating that will bring peace with radical Islam because they don't want peace. They want the return of the Mahdi. The way to get that is to usher the rest of the world into conflict and wash it with blood. They actually believe that when Western boots, they will call them Roman boots, are on the ground in a tiny little farming town of a place called Dabiq, Syria, Mohammed and the Mahdi will return. This is why I predicted the flames would spread and why I said 
no amount of negotiating or understanding or avoiding the word Islamic extremists will work. They want the Mahdi. Read their own words. It has nothing to do with our foreign policy. It has nothing to do with politically incorrect cartoons from France. They want to provoke a war, and they know that if they keep needling the giant, eventually it will wake up and strike back. They are trying to initiate World War III, and it is working. Phase three, financial failures, the EU. Far right continues to rise and gain power through sovereignty issues like immigration and war and civil war. I first warned that ISIS would come after Europe. Do you remember? Pat and I truly believe that we are in the 1930s. I don't know where, but we're in the 1930s. And, you know, maybe it's 39, maybe it's 35. I don't know. I don't know. But all of the things are, history is repeating itself. Because of what is happening, I believe London, France, Germany, Greece, I believe these things could be destroyed in what is coming. And especially because, remember who you're fighting against, you're fighting against um, Islamic extremists. I specifically said this year that I had a gut feeling that France and Paris in particular was in real trouble. I warned that within 24 months, Europe may become unrecognizable. I think that your, your days to 24 months away from uh, not being able to go to Europe uh, and enjoy it and uh, see it for what it was, and then after that, you're probably 10 years away from revisiting Europe. Uh, and you could lose things like, you know, the Cathedral of Notre Dame. That, that is, I think that is a real possibility in our lifetime. Think of that. The things that could be lost in Europe because of war. Because I think war is coming. And these guys are not messing around. We still can go to Europe. This is just the beginning. Uh, Oxford Dictionary's word of the year uh, isn't a word. <laughs> How does it make it to be the word of the year when it isn't a word? If, there, if there's something you like that is a phrase, create a separate thing for that. That's what won. Uh, that's what won. The, the a cry, face with tears of joy emoji is the word of the year, Yay. even though it's not a word. Wait. Now, I think it's okay if your favorite word is the word. That's okay. Right, that is okay. But to have your favorite word be an emoji is stupid. Yeah, and that's a thing. People ask me all the time. Yeah. They, say, they come up to me and they yeah. say, Pat, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite this? What's your favorite them? Wait, what? And I, and I say, and then one time it was, what's your favorite word? And I'm like, oh, that's easy. You're a freaking idiot. <laughs> I mean, what a stupid-ass question. Mm -hmm. That's what I said to him. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, my favorite word, moron, is the word, <laughs> idiot. Okay. <laughs> It didn't seem to fit with what I was saying, but I didn't care because the word means so much to me. You know what I mean? It informs all of my policy decisions. You, all of your public like, policies? All of my public policy is formed by, by a, your favorite the word. word, which my favorite word, which is the word. And the word tells me that babies should be killed by the millions. That's what no, the word it doesn't tells me. tell you. It that. tells me. Yes, let's let the abortion holocaust continue infinitely. Really? Yeah, that's, that's what, it what the me. word tells yeah, us. Well, it informed I, that policy of I, mine. I, yeah, and so, yeah, it does. It informs me that we should kill the innocent, but leave the guilty alone. I don't want the guilty, who like a mass murderer, to be killed. That person should not be killed. But, but an innocent baby, who is maybe not wanted, <laughs> bye bye See what I'm saying? And that's all informed by the word. <laughs> by the way, the previous winners, uh, 2014 was... <laughs> we get on that no, it's from great. the emoji. 2004, well, the word. Okay. Uh, 2014 yes. was vape. Was what? Oh, yeah, vape. vape. Vape? Vaping. Jeffy? Yeah. What is vaping? vaping. It's, uh, what is that? Cigarettes. No, electronic cigarettes. Yeah. Cigarettes. Oh, like vaporizing. Yeah, vaping. Yeah. Vaping. 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 Then you got uh, 2013, and this, I thought this was amazing. 2013 was selfie. Which means it's only really been around since 2013. Right? God, that feels like wow. 1820. Oh, it does. I'm sure so does. sick of the it word does. selfie. Me too. And then 2012 I'm sick was of people doing it. I'm sick of hearing yeah. about it. Yeah. 2012 was GIF, by the way. Uh, I like so that. it's all this electronic stuff, the newfangled nonsense that's coming up. <laughs> you know what? You really? <laughs> you sound like you were a hundred. Yeah. You're, you're newfangled nonsense. They're talking you're about all right the time. What's going on? You know what I really like that needs to be the word of the year? Cray. Instead of crazy. Oh, God. That drives Cray, cray. Or bay instead of baby. Of yes. my mind. Oh, Out of my die. mind. It makes me That is die. the dumbest new trend cray, of all cray. time. I, stop it. What do you... Are, are, Twitter's responsible for that. It's baby talk. A lot of that. I think Twitter's is? responsible for yeah, that. Because you can Twitter. only have so many, so many characters, so people oh, just right. got everything. Right. True. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry? True. 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 That... True. That true. That true. Margaret. That. <laughs> nin. <laughs> like the knights that say nin. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can't even say mm -mm anymore because yeah, that's mm. too long. Mm -hmm. mm. Speaking mm. of tweet. Yeah, speaking yeah. of tweet speak. It's, uh, so stupid. Really ridiculous. Triple X seven two seven back. I, by the way, am not one of the people uh, who ever. Mm expresses my sympathy for any tragedy on Twitter. It just feels wrong to me. In 144 characters. I was like, I stand by and pray, hashtag pray for Paris. Mm. I'm not going to change my... Like, I just, I don't, I, I'm, it's yeah. too, it's just trite. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I, yeah. this, people, 100 people die, I'm going to tweet about it. It so just seems... Care. I just seem yeah, but if you no, include, a, hash hash you include a hashtag, no, I know, I know, I know how it works. You did, you did include a hashtag, no, right? And then, and then, it, like, it's right to the heart, man. If you.
Pat and Scooby, Triple H, Seven Two Seven Pat. You know, you know what movement I really love is the uh, Black Lives Matter. Oh, me yes. too. You know why? It's a terrific. All movement. lives don't matter. Right. Other lives don't Only matter. Blacks. White lives actually matter in the negative. Right. We need less of them. Uh, less white too, lives. Hashtag BLM. Okay. Hashtag, Hashtag Bureau of Land Management? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or is it Labor and Management? What is it, BLM? No, it's BLM is Bureau of Land okay. Management. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, at Dartmouth, <laughs> they had this really cool little protest uh, where protesters <laughs> walked into the library. See, where you're supposed to be quiet. Mm -hmm. But they weren't. It's <laughs> <laughs> man. Man, if you protest and start screaming in a library, man, oh. you are so... Serious. You're a protester like crazy. You get out there and you shake up library culture. Holy, holy cow. Crap. People are going to. The one person in the America Whew. that still uses a library is going to be very upset. There. Um, I mean, wow. holy cow. You've changed the world now. So they came into the Dartmouth Library and, and here's what happened with all kinds of obscenities and whatnot and so forth. And Black Lives Matter! Hey. Black Lives Matter! Oh! Hey. Black Flip the bird there. Kill. Lives matter. Black 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 lives matter. Do you think black lives matter? Yeah, I do, pumpkin. Okay. I think all lives matter. All right, get out of my face. I so like I love the indignant face she made when she I said know. that. Do you think Black Lives Matter? Like like she has this unbelievable point. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. they all matter. Like, get the yeah. get the hell out of my face. Yeah, no kidding. I, I think white lives matter too, and I think my life matters here. To, I'm trying to study I'm trying in to this, this library. I'm trying to. I'd like to improve my life. I know you guys have some chanting to do, but um, <laughs> don't let me interrupt. You know what I mean. But don't expect me to stand up and start chanting with you, because I'm not going to do that. Here's the interesting thing. <laughs> the there she is. <laughs> nice, nice screenshot there, guys. What I, what I love is that uh, they were actually getting in the face of some of the white people who were there to uh, protest with them. Some of their supporters were being screamed at. It's, they got in the face of some of the white kids who were with them. And we're screaming, uh, you F, F you, you filthy white Fs, F you in your comfort, F you, you racist S, uh, beautiful. I mean, that's... You put that nicely. That's exactly, that's exactly what you want, right? Um, what, you don't believe Black Lives Matter, Pat? Is that the deal is? No, I... Uh, Absolutely. He doesn't care. No, I do. I, Pat I doesn't I, care about black lives. He doesn't I, care. He doesn't think they matter. Yeah, I do. You don't think they matter, though? I do. You don't think they matter? Do all lives matter? Yes. Uh, ha, ha. Mm -hmm. There we go right there. You're saying right there that mm -hmm. black lives don't matter. No, I, I'm including the black lives in the all lives. Yeah, so. but you said all lives matter, which right. means black lives which, don't matter. No, it does not. By saying all lives matter, you're, you're saying, saying all black lives, lives. don't. Thank no, you, Jeffy. Thank you. Jeffy's backing Everyone me up on this. Knows uh, Everyone knows that. Mm -hmm. Of course, he's a University of Missouri fan. What do you expect of him? Little. I expect little. Yes, very little. Very little. But I mean, that's just <laughs> that's separate from this conversation. He's clearly right here. <laughs> if, okay. I die, if I start chanting. No, no, no. Uh, but I love how they turn on the on the whites with them. When if this movement ever gets ugly, and I think it's already starting to, it's already getting a little bit ugly when they're getting in the face of people and pushing them up against the wall, screaming "F you, you racist f!" 
uh, in their face because they're white. You, you talk about racists. Uh, it is they themselves. And uh, when they are triumphant or whatever happens here, the first to go will be the people helping them, the whiteies who are helping them. And they showed that in Missouri. It's like, okay, we're done with you. Now get out so we can have a black healing space now. I mean, that is unbelievable. And yet it continues to happen. They don't want anything to do with the whites around them. These, these are some of the most racist people I think I've seen in a while that are outwardly racist like this. Mm-hmm. What, other, what other group could yell things like, F you, you filthy black F. If this was white people yelling that at a black person, this movement would immediately be disparaged and dismissed. It brings to mind, uh, Pat, the handy-dandy racism test that you can apply in case you're concerned Mm -hmm. if you're racist or not. Uh, What you do is you uh, change the color. Uh, so as you pointed out, mm-hmm. um, F you, you filthy white Fs will become F you, you filthy black Fs said by a white person. Would that yeah. be appropriate? Would uh, that no. be acceptable? No. My guess is no. Aaron Rodgers, who came out during the moment of silence, you hear this, and someone yelled Muslims suck in the middle yeah. of the moment of silence. It was a huge story that he berated the fans for it. Now, of course, you're an idiot if you're out there in the moment of silence screaming Muslims suck in the middle <laughs> yeah. of it. That, that, what you're doing is, just, first of all, you're disparaging the people who died in Paris. It's a moment of silence to right. respect them, not the terrorists. Uh, but beyond that, obviously saying Muslims sucks is a, you know, a bigoted statement uh, aimed at an entire group of people when not everybody did it. We get that. There's a couple of idiots in every crowd. Mm-hmm. But that's a huge story. These people are coming in here doing, that's just as bad. Saying oh, the, a group of people are filthy white worse. Fs is yeah. just as Come bad as, as saying Muslims suck. It's much more vile or more uh, vulgar, mm-hmm. at least, mm-hmm. uh, than, than that sentiment. But they get praised for it. They get support from major Democratic donors who are now hopping on and giving them money. They're running ads here in Dallas. Radio advertisements for Black Lives Matter are airing in this town right now. Uh, they have money. They're getting supported by the establishment. The, the politicians love them, uh, and they're doing the same thing that the crazy drunk guy in the Green Bay Packers crowd yells, except against a different group. Right. White people suck. This is essentially what they're saying, except more in a way we can't express on television. Mm-hmm. And they're praised. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's condemning them. Uh, the president actually seems to support this movement. Uh, he understands it. He supports them. He's said nothing against them. Uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, to see this transpire. Meanwhile, at Columbia, the student activists there are pressuring their peers to protest. This is going on all over all over the East Coast now. Columbia students activists uh, are pressuring fellow students to participate in their campus protests or risk being ostracized. Organizers posted flyers and sent Facebook messages urging undergrads to wear black clothing and join two demonstrations uh, last Thursday to support minorities who are marginalized and threatened. I don't know what they're threatened with. Uh, one parent of a Columbia student said, there's been a campaign of intimidation where students are going door, dorm to dorm, floor to floor, and asking students to go back to their dorms and put on black if they're not wearing black. My daughter told me uh, people are uneasy and fearful. Her personal politics are left-wing, and she shares their sympathies but she doesn't like to feel that she can't wear blue if she wants to wear blue. One identify, unidentified senior said, we support them, but we're here to learn. There's a divide among students. 
People who are not willing to walk out are seen as not supporting the movement. And you must support the movement mm -hmm. or else. Even if you don't even know what the movement is necessarily. Why did they do this at Missouri? Nobody knows. Why are they doing it at Ithaca? No one knows. Amherst. Why Yale. at Amherst? Why at Yale? Why at Columbia? I don't know. No one knows. I can't hear a single specific from any of them. Because of oppression. Oh. Well, yeah, but specifically what happened to oppress anyone? All kinds of stuff. Like? Everything like such as? Miss South Carolina? Uh, well, uh, uh, first, in, like in Missouri... Uh, did they not have they maps? Were, they were hollered at uh, racial slurs. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Then, uh, by, then the, was... by the guy they fired? And then by, by the guy, no, they, he that guy. No, but that, that guy, guy, that guy, that guy didn't do anything about what the guy he, that was hollering racial slurs. Yeah, he, he didn't track him down off campus. What was he gonna do? What would he do? Something, right? Anything. So that's, that's actually a better point than they've made. <laughs> probably just yeah, saying something is. loudly is better than what they've done so far. Yes, it's yes. sad. One freshman said at Columbia, mm. some students were asking if I knew about the protest and why I wasn't there. It was just my choice. I'm not really the protest type. Well, I'm sorry then. You must be beaten to death. Um, you know, it, it, will it come to that? I don't know. I hope not, but it could. Another student wearing a T-shirt with the words kill white supremacy called Columbia a white supremacist institution. She led the crowd in a progression of chants, including I love black people. I love all black people. I love queer black people. I love black criminals, and I love black people who steal. Uh, well, that's offensive to me because black people don't steal. No, right. Only white people do. Right. Thank you. Thank you. No, that's right. Black people take what's owed to them. It's offensive to me because they didn't chant, I love rock and roll. Um, or addition. I love Rocky Road to the Weird Al version. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're a little bit uncomfortable, she said, according to the New York Post. It's okay if you're uncomfortable right now. This university was built on stolen land on the yes. backs of my ancestors, and that is uncomfortable. Really? It's, it's just... Who are her ancestors, and what land was stolen from them? It's like, you know, the... Um, hmm. uh, so this is Spinal Tap, uh, classic film, mm -hmm. a documentary, as you know. Uh, in which, uh, at one point, uh, they they turn the speaker up to 11, uh, and <coughs> the it's too loud. It's, it's they're turning it up to 11, which isn't higher than 10, but they turn it up to 11. Right, right now, what's on campus is, is is just it's just stupid turned up to 11. It's like t it's that mm -hmm. absolute <laughs> maximum uh, crazy point in which it's so bad it can't even parody itself anymore. It's just the parody is what they say. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if, if Saturday Night Live ran a bit about these colleges and the people in, uh, in the cast were wearing shirts that said, I love black people who steal. <laughs> they would I be love thrown off criminals. the air because of being uh, hate mongers. Yeah. And yet this is their actual message. I mean, they, it's, yeah, it's embarrassing. Know, and, you know, there's something I really just I have an extreme distaste for this. I get into, um, I'm in college, I'm super smart, I'm going to go yell at everyone and show everyone how morally superior I am. Mm -hmm. It's so tiresome. You know, it's this level of just self-importance that I don't know, has, has it ever existed before? 
where no, people are so enthralled with themselves that they get in front and they ruin everybody else's day to show how morally superior they are to them. They yell at them while they're typing in a, in a library. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. It really is. It's it not is. a movement. It's an embarrassment. Thank you. You're exactly right. It's not a job. It's, it's an, an adventure. adventure. Yes. Uh, I think you have a bumper sticker with that, don't you? <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> what am I, I only have one. <clears throat> okay. Unlike you. I right. really like bumper stickers. Uh, the cancellation of uh, college production of Jesus in India happened over the casting of white actors, uh, which has prompted a debate. Uh, the cancellation of college production of Lloyd Sue's play, Jesus in India, over the casting of white actors as Indian actors, has prompted a war of words over diversity in theor- theater. Mr. Sue arguing that the production could send a dehumanizing message to minority students and the school countering that the student actors on its rural, predominantly white campus were being punished for their race. I think that's a pretty good point by the school. Is it not? Controversy broke out last week when the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reported that Mr. Sue had withdrawn permission for the production at Clarion University, a state institution western Pennsylvania with a student body of about 5,400. It landed amid heightened national conversation about racial exclusion on campuses, as well as the ongoing debate about the theater world and how to promote greater diversity on stage. Mm. I'm so embroiled in that controversy right now. Oh, my gosh. That is the one thing I will get out and carry a sign every weekend on a street corner. Around uh, Christmas, we have some vacation coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pat will not be taking it, however. He will be protesting the theater uh, (laughs) diversity. uh, In New York. I'm going to New York uh, and standing on Broadway. Because you, you, I am passionate. You're so passionate about about it. Uh, I must have diversity in theater. And uh, <laughs> you actually have a bumper sticker that says, yes, I, must I must have, have diversity <laughs> in theater on your car. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it, this, that one's actually taped to the mm-hmm. It's actually across the, the tire. Oh, that's, the tire. Oh, okay, that, okay. Yeah, I've got two locations for that one. It's so important. <laughs> it is that important. I will give you that. <laughs> but Mr. Sue said, as a writer of color in a field where. So he what, is a, that's just it, coloring. It, right. Writing, a writer of color is just coloring. That's not writing. Okay, it's just coloring. <laughs> The kids do it all the time. They're writers mm-hmm. of color. They color. Mm-hmm. It's just coloring it. That's not writing. And okay. you know what? That used to be the problem with that phrase. I'm a person of color. Really? What color are you? Mm. What a racist bastard. You could be blue. You could be purple. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You can't say person of color or writer of color because you'd get berated that way. Now, apparently, it's fine again. I don't know why. Mm. How'd that happen? Why is a person I of color know. okay? Well, colored person was all colored person became bad. Yeah, yeah. Despite what the NAACP, what color are you? Right. Was person of color bad? I think it was. It I think all was. that color stuff was not yeah. good. It was not supposed to be. Good. Anyway, as a writer of color in a field where representation and visibility are ongoing struggles, I feel a responsibility to provide opportunities for artists of color to be seen. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Wow. Okay, so. My fight continues. Uh, join me on Broadway in New York City. Just stand out there. You'll see him. You'll, you'll see him. Just get out there, yeah. stand out in the cold, and right. wait for Pat and wait. Uh, on Broadway in New York and, City. Sometime or drive around by. Christmas. Drive by and wave. Sometime around Christmas. You'll see me there. I think they should so. get out and wait. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that will be a big, your big time protest for you. Oh, my gosh. Um, just so like Matt Damon uh, felt the wrath of this movement. Uh, he did. Uh, yeah, when he did. He said that, it, you right. know, the actors, you had to have diversity of the actors, but not of the cameramen 
or whatever it was, and uh, that was apparently a big... <laughs> you can't say that. By the way, even the term cameraman, can we all agree that that's hateful? Oh, my gosh, uh, It should yes. be camera person. Oh can we gosh, all... Yes. Uh, or maybe instance, camera being. We don't know how these guys identify right now. They hey, could be you guys women. men, women? What are you guys? What are you today? Ginger. Ginger. He yeah. identifies as a ginger. <laughs> there you go. Ginger. <laughs> what it was. That's, that's hurtful. That's that hurtful name? to non-gingers. Wow. Jeffy wow. Uh, identifies as... Fat. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't... I'm <laughs> didn't sorry, Jeffy. Coming. I didn't I see yeah. that coming, and I did not... Out of the blue, I, I had no way of predicting that would happen, <laughs> and then it happened. Wow, that was sad. Because he was, what he was saying there is that you're overweight. Uh, right, you're, you're, right. That you're, you've eaten I will say, every time a new story <laughs> breaks on Black Lives Matter... I get about mm, half a dozen or so tweets saying, Jeffy, fat lives matter. Oh, oh we got it. God, I love this audience. <laughs> Continue to torture Jeffy. At Jeffy MRA with fat lives matter tweets. Just berate him. I love that. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is my Patriot Supply. Indeed. Uh, you know, look, there's a lot of things going on. You might have uh, a terrorist attack. You might have a uh, mm. natural disaster. You might have someone like Jeffy that gets into your pantry. Um, oh and, and then you're going to be obviously out of food completely. You Ooh. had him over your house. Yeah. Did he eat? Is there any food left after no. he left? No, he ate our year supply in a night. In, one <laughs> in night. a night? Yeah. Well, first of all, in a night. First of all, I, mm. and let's be, I mean, Pat, mm. did I not leave some ice cream? No, you ate it all. No, I did not. You brought two bowls and you ate them both. I ate both bowls of ice cream. I left <laughs> little whatever ice cream was, was left in the container we'll in the freezer. I, I'll have to go in search of, see if there's a crumb left for even a mouse. Even one of the Who's mouses. I mean, you know, because it was, it was ugly. I mean, there was so much well, food being consumed. Boxes in the pantry were already open. What am I supposed <laughs> to do? Just not eat out of them? <laughs> well, oh, weird way of man. looking at the world. Yeah. Yes, you're supposed to not eat it. We'll go over that in the break. But uh -huh. my Patriot Supply can hook you up with actual good-tasting food that mm -hmm. uh, can back you up when someone like Hurricane Jeffy blows through your house and eats all your food. Right. Right now, you can get a two-week emergency food supply for only 50 bucks by calling 888-893-7953. It's amazing because you, you don't know what kind of emergency you might face. It might be a hurricane. might be a tornado. We had big tornado warning at 3 o'clock this morning. I mean, so if something blows through town, knocks out the power for a few days, you're all set. Uh, it's awesome. And you might be kind of like me where I would think of, I would see this offer and be like, you know, I should have some food around just in case something happens. But, you know, next time I just go to the grocery store, I'll just pick up some extra stuff and stockpile it. First of all, you're never going to get it as cheap as $50 for two weeks of food. You're, for you're sure. not going to be able to do that. Yeah. Second of all, uh, you're, not gonna be able, you're not going to be able to have it in the nice space-saving container yeah. uh, that, that My Patriot Supplies gives, gives it to you. They're, they're vacuum shield, they're, they're sealed. They're going to last for, what was it, 25 years? 25 years. years. Um, so tw you're not going to get that out of you know, something off the shelf at a grocery store. Right. Call them now, 888-893-7953, 888-893-7953. Free shipping, 50 bucks, two weeks of food. 888-893-7953. It's My Patriot Supply. I hate him so much. All day, all I do is have to deal with this guy. Mm -hmm. And then to act as if I like him on the show. We're so nice to the guy on the air. And, you know, it's such an act. Well, we bend over backwards. 
to, yeah. uh, you know. Oh, and I appreciate it. <laughs> of course you do. He almost seems sarcastic when he says it. This is the show's what kind of bad guy he is. Uh, uh, no appreciation. What's that? No appreciation. He doesn't, no gratitude. He doesn't even care. He doesn't care. Look at, look at it. Look at that thing. I know. Look right? At look at it. Can we blur it? Ugh. I mean, wow. People are have to see it right now. I wonder if because we're in a new location. No, nice job. There you oh, go. yeah, no, let's get, let's get that right out. Who wants to have that story ready? Right That's great. Is that great? Uh -huh. That's great, right? People you love that, what Jeff? you said. It's, it's, it's amazing because, you know, we talk about this all the time, but people just do not like Jeff. They don't no, like him. Right. They think they don't like him at all. Well, a lot of times don't. they come to us and they say, why? Why are you guys so nice to him? I mean, be meaner. Yeah. Mm hmm be meaner to Jeffy. That's all we hear. All, all we hear. All, time. <laughs> all right. Still. All right. Uh, Haley Turner, uh, climate change activist since elementary school. And it's interesting because most climate change activists have the brains of elementary school students. True. So it kind of works. Um, Thirteen year old suing North Carolina Good. to commit to reducing carbon dioxide emissions by, by at least four percent each year. Um, <laughs> Okay. Now, Duke uh, Energy, the me. nation's largest utility, has said it's already cut its power plant emissions by 22% since 2005, which would not be fast enough for her. It would need to be 40% in 10 years. Yeah. Um, they major support by the new uh, North Carolina Environmental Management Commission, uh, and a nonprofit helped her as well file the suit. Uh, she is, uh, they're hoping to, I guess they're going to rule on it before Thanksgiving, which, I mean, I don't think there's any chance of it actually winning. But Here, she's, here she is, it. though, uh, I think making the plea. Hallie or I was about third or fourth grade that it, the issue of climate change just came up at a dinner table conversation and I had never really heard about it and I wanted to find out more about it and I read Al Gore's book An Inconvenient Truth okay. and that just insanely inspired me and opened my eyes to oh, how gosh. big of an issue it was and like immediately after reading that I was amazed at how apathetic people were towards the issue and I was, I was just so surprised that I never heard about something this extrame before and I was inspired to take action because of that and and um, throughout my research, the main thing that frustrated me I, was that I couldn't find ways for me to get involved. I couldn't find ways for youth to get involved. And the one thing that really changed that was the organization mm. called I Matter. And they're yes. an organization that was founded by a 12-year-old in 2007, mm. I believe, mm -hmm. um, who shared the same passion that I have for climate justice and wanted to climate spread justice. that passion with other youth. What That's fantastic. I, I was uh, I was about uh, eight years old, and I didn't know anything about uh, communism until I read the Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx, and then I was <laughs> like, wow, that really opened my eyes to communism. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, how come nobody's talking about communism? So I went out to spread the word, and, and then I, I read some other things. Uh, by uh, by Engels and uh, and and man, then I was really convinced that this thing is so serious and capitalism needs to go. And I didn't read anything on capitalism, but I I read a lot of communist manifestos and and material. And then and I think we should all be communists now. I, and I'm I'm well versed enough to use the word justice in my argument. Yeah, uh, which uh, when you could say climate justice, justice. climate oh, justice, man, which has nothing to, to do with the next, climate. Next level. That's got nothing to do with the climate. Uh, you know, climate change is different than climate justice. Climate justice is you're forking over uh, billions, if not trillions, mm -hmm. of dollars over. Uh, you know, uh, in global GDP, it's trillions uh, over to countries, that third are, world nations, third world nations. It's about it's a way to spread wealth around. I mean, it's been. I mean, they've admitted that. Uh, multiple times, uh, one of the heads mm -hmm. of the uh, of, of the UN uh, 
uh, I think it was the surprisingly IPCC, honest remember. about it. Yeah, they, they, I can't remember her name, Chris, Christine something or other. I, I can't remember. Uh, but she was talking <clears> about this that the most effective way to affect real redistribution of wealth is through the climate. Mm-hmm. It's climate justice, mm-hmm. um, and you know it's it's just sad to see you know because it's, it's sad to see that happen idiot. to somebody who's see, you know a, a teenager or whatever. I've obviously, you've know, you seen so one side of the argument and just you know blindly believe. You go it. to inconvenient truth. And that's it. Yeah. And then you're sold. You don't look at anything uh, uh, on the other side. Yeah. Have you, did you, you stop know, and see the time from when a and, court in the, in the UK proved there were like <laughs> uh, what eight lies in the movie? And they uh-huh. were major. Did you watch sure. the wonderful world of Stu just this a couple weeks ago? No, where we, she didn't do uh, any extensively of that. disproved didn't another one of his claims. Well, this girl did go to the other side. She went to I Matter now. So she knew <laughs> yeah, that it's that's, a campaign that's not the for other youth side. to stand up and yeah, demand immediate <laughs> action in our cities. That's not the other side. It's the same side, the same side. So it's good to see that she did so much on on mm. one side of the issue. Is that, were those her parents in the background too? I think so. Uh, in my head, because they're so proud of her. She's yeah. and, and that's the problem. Like and look, Maybe. you kind of see the guy in the suit there, uh, and and the woman in the, there. She, at one point, they kind of look over and they're like yeah. looking at adm- like admiringly at their daughter doing. Uh-huh. And look, you know, you're proud of your daughter for caring about something, but what's what's happened now is that activism has become the prize. It's not, you're not working towards something. It's just the working uh, in and of itself that is the mm-hmm. big thing that you're accomplishing. The idea that you're trying to be an activist to accomplish something is now positive. Where, you know what, uh, groups that are terrible have had lots of, lots of activists. I won't go through them. But you can probably think of who they are. A lot of activists very dedicated to terrible causes, uh, mis- causes that were not horrific but just wrong. Uh, it's been happening forever. There are, it, just being an activist is nothing. The point is you have to be an activist for something that's actually good, that's actually helping people. D- diverting trillions of dollars of D- GDP away from things that could actually help people towards more expensive sources of energy where uh, uh, an entire continent of Africa sits there begging for civilization, begging for the things that we take for granted, and instead you hoist on them uh, failing technologies that don't actually work, that cost more money, instead of letting them burn the fossil fuels and the resources that they have. That is, that is, there's nothing admirable about that. That's not, you can be working for it. All, you could say, oh, well, I'm glad my, my daughter is involved in something. But in reality, it's tragic. I mean, we've talked about, uh, you know, uh, in the movie, the book that she talked about, Al Gore's Inconvenient Truth, Al Gore says that China is on the cutting edge of technology when it comes to the climate. They just admitted they had 17% more emissions uh, than uh, they had admitted in the past uh, from coal. Uh, saying just that is as much as essentially our 70% of our entire coal industry. They just lied about that. Did he, does he get punished for that lie? Does Al Gore take a hit from that in her eyes? No. No. Because it's a blind following. Just mm-hmm. because you're a youth and you're following an organization doesn't necessarily make it good. Exactly. Excepting in this case it is because oh, humanity's mate. future hangs in the balance. Mm. A lot of organizations yeah. have made that, that dark. hangs in the balance. A lot of them have. Stu. Mm-hmm. That's why we're having the UN Climate Summit right now. This is our last chance to save the planet. It's our last chance again to save the planet. Now, I say again because it was our last chance in 2001 to save the planet. And then again in 2001, later in the year, it was our last chance. Then it was again our last chance in 2002 at the next climate summit. 
and then it was again our last chance in 2003. Every single yep. climate conference yep. since 2001 has been billed as our last chance and the ones at between. saving the planet. Because the, the other ones that they'll hold in other locations also they All say of the them. same thing. It's our last chance. So and again, this thing is our last we chance. We had the 500 days, remember? The 500 days? Yes! And that one expired. To cataclysm. The cataclysm. Uh, that one expired. We did not have cataclysm. <laughs> I um, can't take it. Look at, uh, I mean, it's this, you're right, it's the same thing every time, but what, a, what a, an amazing exclamation point on our argument, sadly, as you see these terrorist attacks happening in the city where this climate thing is. When, mm -hmm. when the shootings were happening, where people were being murdered in these theaters, uh, at that time, Al Gore was on the other side of the city doing a 24-hour webcast to prove how bad the climate was and how it was our biggest threat. Um, and Jeez. his organization um, uh, shows what a, what a, what an I mean a horribly tragic but amazing uh, way to see what liars these people are. Our, our greatest threat is the climate. Yeah. Our greatest threat is a 0.9 degree temperature rise over a century. Are you kidding me? You have, you have people who are murdering children, who are firing randomly into restaurants, who are blowing themselves up outside of soccer stadiums. Uh, this is real. People who are uh, uh, blowing up planes over Egypt, blowing up 40 people in Beirut. And we're supposed to believe that the biggest threat is 0.9 degrees and 11 inches of projected sea level rise over the next 100 years. It's insanity. It's insanity. Mm -hmm. It's straight out mm -hmm. crazy. And, you know, they're going to continue to make those arguments, but they're insane. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents Stu coming up. Well, unless we burn up in the room. Oh yeah! Dude. Oh wow! It's it's we're up 0.3 degrees. Oh my god! Oh my god! Freaking go! Help us! I'm scared. This is a good question, here, Jeffy. Uh, do athletically husky lives matter? <laughs> no. no? Here on the Twitters, uh, you can uh, follow myself at World of Sue, uh, at Jeffy MRA is another thing you should avoid. Um, and then uh, lastly, another one you can uh, actually sign up for is the, uh, at The Blaze Now, which is uh, The Blaze's sort of breaking news service. They just tweeted uh, Hanover Stadium hosting Germany Netherlands soccer game evacuated. Police tell mm. fans to go home. Holy cow. So, Why? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming deal. terrorism, but. Uh, oh. <laughs> I hate you. I know this is <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Mr. Make an ass out of you and me. Go ahead and assume all I you assume want. It's terrorism <laughs> Isn't that related? Uh, assume. That why would you assume it's terrorism? Maybe it's why? Called, someone called in a bomb threat. Uh -huh. uh, perhaps. Hmm. You ever thought maybe stadium? it's climate change? Maybe there's a massive wave <laughs> coming down on the stadium? You ever thought of that? No. Maybe it's a 0.9 degree temperature rise, hmm. and it would have been 71, and now it's 71.9 today. You ever thought of that? No, because you assume too much. That's why. <laughs> Are you done? Is that <laughs> so. the end of that? Okay. So, yeah. uh, we have uh, something we talked about uh, and teased for the show today, the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Parade Balloons, uh -huh. what they used to look like. Some of them oh, were actually kind of creepy. Were they creepy <laughs> back in the day? Yeah. Uh, here's uh, some pictures. All some right. For you. Cool. Um, that is yeah, a... Uh, <laughs> that is kind of creepy. I like that. Huh. Okay. You would like that, Jeff. It's just a spotted... Uh, it's kind of creepy. ...thing. It's supposed to be an alligator? No, that doesn't look like an alligator. Yeah, and then a, there's just a giant, giant pig... 
No, it's Jeffy. Oh, no. Oh. You're right. <laughs> See what you did there? Because I'm, uh, that's funny. What I'm saying there, funny? What I'm saying there Jeffy, just so you're aware, it's for future <laughs> reference in case someone asks you about this later, what I'm saying is that you're... I don't know how to describe overweight. Overweight. <laughs> overweight. By the yeah. way, I was in the FanDuel League uh, this past week, mm -hmm. and someone has made their username overweight, <laughs> and it's with like five R's. That's great. <laughs> I, I cracked up when I saw that. That's oh, funny. Oh, I love this audience. Funny. You know, you know what's interesting about this audience, in all seriousness, <laughs> is they hate Jeffy. Oh, yeah. These people despise Jeffy. Yeah. Like, I thought I didn't like Jeffy. Uh -huh. But these guys bring a new energy to it. It's really exciting. It is exciting. It's a great, it's a, it's a great development it's for the movement. You know? It's fulfilling, too. It's fulfilling. It really is. Yeah. You know, we work so hard to let people know how awful Jeffy is. Yeah. And then people bring such new energy to the table. It's really, it's really gets you motivated to keep going, you know? It really does. Because there's times I'm like, everyone's heard it. Everyone knows that Jeffy is an awful person, that he's mm -hmm. overweight. Mm -hmm. And then you don't realize you have to tell him one more time. It's almost time. like Jeffy's, Jeffy size. In, not jazzer size. It's Jeffy size. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, we're Jeffy sizing. Mm -hmm. It's a new energy. It's a new it's energy. This whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. What are right. you saying there? Is it uh, your... Relating to a previous discussion, which we just we just disclosed you were overweight. overweight. Just so, so you know, yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Here's another big uh, parade. It's a uh, parade balloon. A little bit creepy at the Macy's Day Parade. A disembodied head. These are cool, though. Uh, creepy, yes, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, they are kind of fun. I kind of like that old school New York too. That looks cool. I know, you know, doesn't it? And then the old school cars and stuff. All right, that's creepy. What is that anyway? Um, I wonder if these are are these characters that people knew at the time, because I don't yeah. know them now. If if uh, if they ever did. Okay, so a guy with a uh, weird beard, and then a big long dog. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't super inventive. Not really, were they? And oh, Superman! Yeah. That is an ugly-looking Superman yeah. right there. Wow, those were not good. <laughs> that's a weird segment. But uh, yeah, I, I yeah, would very say kind of interesting, though. Yeah, interesting how that used to the look. Um, also, we have Mental Floss has a list of ten uh, unconventional Thanksgiving dinner options, uh, including Thanksgiving ramen noodles. Jeffy, you ever have ramen noodles? I feel like you're a type of guy that... Oh, have them. We have, of course, you still mm -hmm. have them today. No, no, I know. But, I mean, you know, it just doesn't seem like it would be filling for a gentleman of your... Uh, They're cheap, though. You can die. Overweight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah they are cheap. It's impossible to cook one at a time. Yeah, when I went to Florida, when I first moved to Florida, that was a big... Yeah. Because uh, it was right after high school. Ramen I noodle? did not have any money. Yeah. Uh, lots of ramen noodles. When I first moved to Florida, mm -hmm. I lived off of uh, thrifty-made shells and cheddar. When Dixie's brand of wow. uh, macaroni and cheese shells and cheddar, I never want to see that again. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> we should get some for Jeffy to eat. <laughs> sure, <laughs> just for old times' yeah, sake. Yeah, just for old times' sake. Uh, uh, but that was uh, Thanksgiving ramen. Can we see that again? That did not look good. No, it's a no, little yeah. soup. I'm not a big. I mean, That's there's certain gross. certain times I can get into soup. Yeah. But what I, is that in the on the lower left hand corner? You don't want to know. It's just eat it. It, it, looks, does, like it looks like brains. And then there's some turkey and, and uh, like an icky looking broth. It's, I believe, cream spinach stuffed Ugh. dumplings. Mm. Really nasty. Yeah, wow. that, does not, that does not look good. Yeah, it doesn't look good at all. That is unconventional and also awful. Mm -hmm. uh, pumpkin pie pops. Who's in? Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You're not know, a big popsicle guy. I'm not either. And pumpkin pie has kind of lost its appeal to me. Yeah, I know, but it's cold. And I used down. to like it. Not so much. It's anymore. you know, there's so much pumpkin stuff now. I can't. can't yeah, yeah, I think I'm tired of it. I can eat it still, it. but like on Thanksgiving, I like to have a piece. But I think I'm gonna go. Um, I, there's a, a really good cheesecake place here in Dallas. 
uh, that makes crazy flavored cheesecakes. I think I'm going to order some of that. Is it called uh, Cheesecake Factory? It is not called Cheesecake Factory, no. <laughs> That's, uh, there's actually several locations of that, Pat, oh, uh, not okay. just in Dallas. All right. Uh, this one is called uh, Val's Cheesecakes is, is the one I'm talking about. Really? They come in these little cheesecake jars. Yeah, yeah that's the, they're uh, they're the one that made the pops for you too, right? They, uh, they no, like that's a, you're, thinking, you're thinking of Amaze Balls Cake Balls, oh, which Maze is another Balls. establishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Not Val's. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I may eat too much. I, I think that might be what I'm learning. Is, I think we've established the fact that we enjoy eating. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking I've got cheesecake jars. So they've got, like, Ooh. ones with peanut butter on. Like, they're mm. good. They've got a banana mm. one, a peanut butter one. They've got um, teach you know, my wife blueberry, how to make those. strawberry. What's that? Mm -hmm. Teach my wife how to make those. Well, you know what else they have here? Let me ask you this, because this is, this is, I think you guys would understand. I'm not in this world anymore. But they have what they call savory cheesecakes. Mm -mm. Okay. So what we're talking is like brisket cheesecake. No, not for me. No. Any interest no. in something like that? No. No, thank you. Doesn't sound good. No, like I, they actually, I it actually. might be good, but doesn't Right. Sound it like. doesn't sound like, I don't mm -hmm. think that would be good. No. But I mean, I guess when you think about like, if you had like chicken, I've had like uh, back in the day, used to have, you have like chicken with like the, the cream cheese, and, like stuffed cream cheese in the middle of it. And that's, mm -hmm. that was good. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, yeah. This would be an interesting taste test for you guys, actually. Yeah, Savory cheesecake. Yeah. I, mean, this is, this oh, I didn't say I wouldn't eat it. Oh. Yeah, we'll definitely try it. I mean, At no all of point us would did I it. doubt you were going to eat it. <laughs> yeah. There's never a moment there. Then there's bacon-wrapped gator turducken. So, <laughs> oh, I bet you that's good. Um, oh, gator's good, though. Come Look on. at that. Come on, really? No, come That's on. not a real thing. That can't be real. But gator, gator meat is actually good. So, I mean, I would, you know, why not have it? No, gross. I, that's gross. No, thank you. I'm sorry. That's gross no. even for you, Jeffy. Turkey and cranberry cupcake. No chunks of turkey, but the savory cake is made of turkey gravy to get that distinctive flavor. Then it's stuffed with cranberry relish. No thanks. Then mm. a cranberry cream cheese icing. No thanks. Layered on top. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't. No, none of this. Why do people is really with the cranberry stuff? Let, no. let, let that go. Oh, I love the cranberry stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, popcorn? Who's in? Popcorn. No, I'm not That's a big popcorn. popcorn fan either. Popcorn is a, is a great base ingredient. They can go savory, sweet, or both. Plain mm -hmm. popcorn with sage leaves, salt, uh, mm. butter. For the t I mean, that's not a meal. It's a snack. Yeah. yeah. How about a leftover sushi roll? No, thank you. I, I don't want anything to do with sushi <laughs> at any time ever. Well, do you see what they're doing here, though? Yeah. This is not sushi. This is they're putting this, the turkey breast inside. So you're having turkey, rice, and stuff. It's like a that actually could be good. Because you're basically maybe. putting in a rice yeah, maybe. outside with maybe. a bunch of like pieces of like uh, the dinner the, inside. The dinner yeah. inside that actually looks like that yeah, might could be, be good. good. Yeah, the turkey dinner pops. Uh, yep, I'm a big fan. I like I like the bite sized portions. Yeah. That's because it makes you with feel the it. full flavor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With you, you don't feel like you. But I know I've only eaten 32 of those, but so <laughs> so What's they're small. They're small. It's like we had this uh, <laughs> we had this event last Friday and uh, had it catered by uh, a really good place and told the chef to just to be creative. He made these Reuben. Um, did you try those? You, they had Reuben, like a, a salami in the middle, or was oh, it no, salami? Is, a, is, is Reuben made with salami? Uh, no, I thought corned beef. Corned beef. Corn beef, yeah. It's corned beef, and, and then like a pastry puff on the outside, and it was delicate, and it was delicious, and it was meaty, and it was cheesy inside. Oh, my God. Oh, I should have had that. Oh, my gosh. They were good, but they were about this big, and so I thought, well... 83 of those should be about right. <laughs> That'd be like a normal meal. Yeah. 
right? Because and each so one's about I, one eighty third of. I I exceeded that a little bit by a factor of twelve. Usually at seventy five, you start thinking, you know, I might, I might be eating too much. Of no, I, I didn't. At no time did I ever have that thought. Okay, never crossed my mind. <laughs> and then of course we went to another place. Uh, for the same event, which happened in two places, yeah. and then dinner was served. Right, of course. And so, uh, did you have those little uh, sloppy Joe chili burger things that they had here? Those were those were okay. They were good. Man, mm. it's really good. Um, this reminds anyway. me of an experience I had last night, which was I went to a, a local <laughs> establishment. Um, Throwing uh, caution to the wind a little bit with mm -hmm. uh, with meal choices yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it was really? I didn't know what I want some chips and queso. So I stopped by a local establishment to pick up some Gosh, chips and queso for the way home, obviously. Um, <laughs> obviously. And uh, he offered me a quart of queso, which I felt was a little high for me. Mm -hmm. I was just a tad high. Did he know you personal. were something? No, I, I don't, oh, no, I don't think so. And so he, I'm like, I want a big one, but not a quart. <laughs> I mean, it's just me. So he comes back a few minutes later with this thing, which I believe was about a pint. It was a lot of queso, like way more than the normal large table amount they give you. Right. Um, and then he says, quote, I threw in a pound of chips and some tortillas so you can finish it all. Nice. I'm like, I know I'm a fat ass, but seriously, <laughs> can you not make me feel? Nice. But it well, was, it was, it was a good amount. It's a drive home. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's a drive home. What yeah. are you supposed to I do? I mean, I was, good, I was a good five miles from my house. Yeah, oh my so, gosh. I mean, I Traffic gets backed up, obviously. By the time I got back. But Traffic no, gets backed up. I mean, I'm, I love chips and queso basically more than anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, it's seriously like my favorite thing. And this is like what my favorite place, one of my favorite places to go and get it. Um, however... Uh, even so it's I, very possible that he said, oh, boy, so here he comes. I went to bed last night. I was sitting there at the table, and I was looking at the bag. And it was still like three quarters <laughs> full. There was, it was way more than a pound. And these chips are so thin. They're like those really th the thin ones that like, just like melt in your mouth when you eat them, mm -hmm. which I really like them there. Um, and uh, I still didn't even eat half of this bag. It was, there were so many. And then there's so much queso. I'm like, what the? What? I mean, I know. I get it. I walk in there. You think this guy wants a lot of queso. I get it. Mm -hmm. uh, and don't change. Please don't change. You need a Uncle Jeffy Louis there to help change. you out with that one. Well, they would have just given you nine quarts. Yeah. <laughs> and they would give it to you in a and bag with a needle to stick that. in your arm. You're never going to reach that point if you just slow down and stop no, like I that. I was actually like, disappointing. I'm, I'm disappointing, Jeffy. Yeah. Every time I, I stop eating, I think... What would Jeffy do He'd in this situation? It. He'd keep eating. He'd keep eating. Obviously. He's got to power through. More patents too is coming up in a second. This is embarrassing. I know. I'm sorry. And then I threw out the chips. You know. Wait, what? I threw them out because I was like, if I keep these, I'm going to eat them all tomorrow. Um, yeah. And then now it's a Other places around the world. Well, in other places in this room, for example, there's people starving. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, did you know that uh, people say interesting things before they die? I often think about Jeffy's last words. <laughs> and it's, I fantasize. Is that the right word? I don't, don't know. Think about I other people's or your last? because uh, nah, well, last words are interesting. I said that mm -hmm. right off the top. You did. You and did then say I said that. I, I fantasize about Jeffy's last you. words. Yes. You I mean, did. That's, I and that's totally consistent with the, the subject matter. Right. Yes. Uh, you know, is. a lot of times that, that the scenario of you saying your last words runs through my head a lot. Right. You know, over mm -hmm. and over again. A lot of times I picture them being, hey, it's time to start the show. That's kind of how I picture you. Really? Going, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was thinking more of, 
I'm hungry. <laughs> well, it's obviously going to be eating. Obviously... Ooh, there's food. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we so have nine famous have people's nine. Uh, phrases, though. The, the last things that they said before they died. This is kind of interesting. For instance, uh, Bob Marley said this: "Money can't buy life." That's um, thanks, Bob. Huh. Completely true. It's profound. Can buy love. We know uh, that. Uh, Charles Darwin said, "I'm not the least afraid to die," which, of course, in his scenario, he huh. should be. Shut <laughs> yes. <You> evil bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, King Louis the Fourteenth. Why do you weep? Do you think I was immortal? Huh, that's interesting. Okay, and somewhat profound. Groucho Marx said, this is no way to live. Was <laughs> he? Kind of funny. That's real funny. Uh, Sir Winston Churchill's really said I'm bored with it all? See. Huh, that's weird. Know. All right. Uh, Nostradamus said, you'll not find me alive at sunrise. And another prediction that we came true. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Jobs. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I was looking at a picture of Glenn Beck. (laughs) That's interesting. And Coco Chanel. You see, this is how you die. Did she do it gracefully or... Karl Marx, last words, too. last words are for fools who haven't said enough. Which is perfect because that's, he, he those was a were fool. his last words. Yes. Which means he was a fool by yeah. his own definition. Right, exactly right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Guy thought a lot of himself. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know who was a big Karl um, Marx fan? Karl Marx. <laughs> yes. Yeah, really, really loved the Karl really, Marx. Really, really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Friedrich Engels. Yeah, him too. And uh, Karl Marx loved themselves. They did. They shouldn't have. The only thing Marx didn't like about himself is the fact that he was a Jew. He did not like that at all. (laughs) And that really hated the Jews. Uh, Not not a fan. (laughs) Not a fan. Yeah, kind of weird.